0: Hello and welcome to Sangam Lit. This is Nandini Karki and in this episode we relish alluring imagery from the natural world as depicted in Sangam Literary Work Kurundogai 284 penned by Vel Tithanaar. The verse is situated in the mountains of Kurunji and speaks in the voice of the confidant to the lady in response to the lady's worry about the slander that would spread in the village after the man's parting. Porudu yaanai pugar mugham kaduppu mandra thurughal miemisai palavudan one singandal avilum naden aravan ayinu allan ayinu nam yesuvaru tam yilar don't you worry about those senseless people seems to be the core thought here. The opening words porudayane, meaning warring elephant makes us wonder about who the elephant was fighting with. In Mandr Turgal we glimpse at a huge rock in the village centre. That picturesque flower of the mountains makes an appearance in Sengandal or flame lily. The phrase Aravanayinum allanayanum meaning if he is a man of justice or he is not talks about the two possibilities of a man's nature. In Yesuvaru, meaning will they blame the ancient origin of the contemporary word for scold in Sri Lankan Tamil smiles at us. While scolding is called as Thittithal in contemporary mainland Tamil, the Tamil people in Sri Lanka now spread all over the world continue to use the word Yesudal for the same. Fascinating how Sangam Tamil still lives on in the lingo of these islanders, echoing a bond that goes back millennia. Returning, we take in this picturesque sight, predominant in the mountain regions in Vel Aruvi meaning a shining white waterfall. Ending with the words Innaadu Irinda Itchiru meaning the people of this little village who seem to cause suffering the verse welcomes us to listen with empathy. Someone is sure angry at the people around. The context reveals that the man and lady had been leading a love relationship when the man parted away to gather wealth for their wedding. As days pass by, the lady starts to worry that if the man does not return in time, the village folk would spread gossip about her relationship with the man. In reply to these anxious words of the lady, the confidant says, akin to a battling elephant's dotted face appears a rock in the village centre, atop which glowing red flame lilies blossom in the land of the Lord. If he's an honest man or not, why should they talk ill of us? Don't they have any sense of their own? Coming down from the mountains, the shining white cascade flows down near the huts, thatched with abundant leaves in the small hamlet, with people who are not good to us. With these words, the confidant tells the lady that no matter what the townsfolk talk, she should pay no attention to that. Whatever be the era, Don't bother about what others say is the way to be. Let's explore how the confidant conveys her views in this regard. She starts by talking about the spotted face of an elephant back from battle, only to say that's how a rock above which flame lilies burst into bloom looked like in the man's land. While that may seem like a mere description of the place the man comes from, let's take a moment to truly delve into the beauty and aptness of that simile. The image of red flame lilies sprouting atop the rock clearly tells us that the elephant is bleeding profusely. The curving petals of the glowing flower just reflect the battle wounds on that elephant. What splendid imagination to look at a rock and see an elephant there. When we head back to the verse, we see the confidant talking about the possibilities of who the man could be. Whether he was an honest man of his word or if he was not, why should the others blame the lady, the confidant asks. The lady cannot be held responsible for who the man turns out to be and whether he fulfills his promise of returning to claim the lady's hand or not, the consequences remain only with the lady. So why should those strangers bother about that? Don't they have any discernment of their own? So asks the confidant, further describing their village as one where white cascades flow next to thatched huts. Such an idyllic village, but not so its people, the confidant concludes, saying that they seem to only cause distress to them. When we ponder over it, the verse encapsulates a modern thought of not worrying about the thoughtless words of others. Note that these words are being said not in the 21st century when people live individual lives and shrug off the words of strangers as being none of their business. It's the ancient past when societies were tightly knit and what one did was everyone's concern. Even in such a situation, to see that the words of others lack sense and hence is to be disregarded highlights forward thinking and self-confidence in one's own path. Something to remember even today when a little nagging voice within worries about the insensitive words of others in one's own journey through life.